Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of This Is A Thing. This week, I chat with actress Vanessa Dunleavy. She is delightful, both on and off stage. Please go see her in Sweet Charity at Stoneham Theater. She is wonderful as Charity Hope Valentine. And since you'll already be online purchasing that ticket, why don't you head on over to iTunes and double-check that you're subscribed to this podcast. While you're there... Could you rate this podcast and leave me a little review like this one from Janice34? Love it. Fresh review of the Boston art scene. And it's followed by three little heart emojis. It's very sweet. So thank you for that review. And I would love to hear more of your reviews. Enjoy the interview. Okay, Vanessa, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Um, so we've, I'm just full disclosure for everyone, we've been in a very long rehearsal today, so if either one of us sounds addled, just this is what happens sometimes. <laughs> um, how is this whole process going for you? It's I'm so excited to be doing this part, honestly. Um, it's something that I've dreamed about since I was a little girl. I grew up watching the movie and just drooling over Shirley MacLaine. Um, so I am pleased as punch to be here. I'm a little tired. I'm yeah. tired. Um, <laughs> But, I, you know, it's it's great to be out of New York City and sort of away from the rest of my life because I don't have anything else but this going on right now. So that feels really good. Yeah. What is that a good thing, do you think? Like, I mean, I know you're saying it. Has it ever been a bad thing? Maybe I'll ask it that way. Like when you're only I had an experience once where I went someplace um, and was like training for a production and I mean, it just wasn't. Uh, the best circumstance. Anyway, I was like living, I was at someone's house rehearsing like for this like one woman thing. And I was staying in the same room that we rehearsed and did like all of my costume fittings and stuff. And it started, I started to get like very depressed and kind of like upset because all I could think about, I could never get away from it. Um, Which I know is not exactly your situation. So do you just feel like it's good for focus or do you, does it feel isolating at all or? Yeah. I mean, this is my second time being in the town of Stoneham um, and working at this theater. And I was so lucky to get um, a host family here that, that I just adore them. I joke around that they're um, my fake parents and the ones that (laughs) I prefer to my parents. Um, Sorry, mom and dad, if you're listening to this. (laughs) But uh, so I, when I came the first time to work for Stoneham, I was, um, I was a little bit uh, surprised to hear that I wouldn't just have my own housing. Mm. And um, I was nervous to be in somebody else's home. But Liz and Jim, the people that I stay with are the sweetest and most hospitable people you've ever met. So I do feel really comfortable at their house. So that was great this time knowing what I was coming back to. And, um, you know, they we've kept in touch since I was last here for Adam's family. And they've, like, come to see some of my shows. They're oh, that's so nice. They're honestly just, like, in- incredible human beings. Um, so... Yeah, I I was look I was really looking forward to sort of getting away from the hustle and bustle in New York and my schedule there and love my friends and everything. But um, I knew that I w- I wanted to just focus on charity. So we'll see how it is during the run. Yeah. You know, since I've been here, it's been pretty nonstop rehearsals. Sure. Um, I might I might like get a little lonely during the run, perhaps. But then I'll have my cast. You know. Yeah. 
We so. have plenty of partying we can do. Yes. <laughs> yes. That once we like feel like we know the show. Yeah. So you said like the hustle bustle in New York. So what is your life like there, like when you're in the city? Um, well, I'm a yoga teacher and uh, I teach also Bali X, which is like Zumba, but with Bollywood movement. Really? And, That's yeah. a thing? Yes, it's a thing. Oh my gosh. It's, it's super fun. Bali X. We, uh, there, there are a bunch of teachers here in Massachusetts too, actually. Um, so yeah, I, te- I teach fitness, um, a lot of yoga, um, booty yoga, which is a new thing that uh, I just got certified in and I absolutely love it. Um, so that's how, how I make my rent in New York. <laughs> it's helpful. Yeah, it's good. It keeps me keeps me busy, keeps me in shape, um, but it also keeps me running around like a crazy person. Yeah. Um, I teach at a bunch of different locations, and um, so a lot of times the most tiring part of my day is not the actual class. It's like the transportation to oh, sure. said class. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I do there, and I, I love it. I've been in New York now for 11 years, and... Um, been in the same apartment that whole time really yes wow yeah I got some crazy I don't I must have done something amazing in my prior life because (laughs) I got this amazing apartment that I'll live in till I'm an old lady with (laughs) 17 cats excellent yeah something to look forward to yeah uh so yeah I I really I love it there it does feel like home but um sometimes when I'm working on shows there I feel like well how can I possibly do this and have my life here, you know, especially a role like this. I'm really happy to be away from it all. Yeah. How, um, I have so, so many questions I just thought of at the same time, but, um, ask them all at the same time. I'm I'm going to, (laughs) (laughs) um, which I'm like, which one do I want to pick first? Okay. Let's start here. Where are you from originally? I'm originally from Vermont, Middlebury, Vermont. Oh, okay. Yeah. And did you go to school at Middlebury? No. Uh, no, I went to Middlebury High School. Okay. A very prestigious high school. Um, <laughs> no, my father's a, a professor at the college there. Oh, cool. But I did not go there. I went, um, I did a brief stint at Occidental College in California and then um, got the hell out of there and <laughs> went to New York. It wasn't for you? It wasn't for me. It was a great school. I... Never wanted to be at a liberal arts school. I really wanted to go um, to a conservatory mm. and actually to Circle in the Square, which is where I ended up going. I had a, a vocal teacher growing up that taught half time in Vermont and half time at Circle in New York City. And so from a very young age, I had it in my mind that like that's where I wanted to oh, be. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not you know, my parents maybe have a different story about being <laughs> academics. Um, and I dropped out of that liberal arts school, but yeah, at looking back, I'm so happy I did. It was, it was, yeah, it wasn't for me out there. I just, I yeah. wanted, I really wanted to be in New York and I wanted to be at Circle. Yeah. That's a, it's a lot of money to be spending on something <laughs> that you, like, if you know yeah. the whole time that you're like, this is not for me. I mean, why go into that debt? Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And there was, yeah, there was a lot of pressure for me to stay there. I was a really goody two-shoes growing up. And I, like, you know, got all the grades and did all the extracurriculars. And um, so I was, I sort of felt like I was checking boxes for most of my 18 years. And then I got out there and I was like, I don't think I can do this one. <laughs> so um, came home for Christmas and then I just threw a tantrum and, like, wouldn't get back on the plane, you know? <laughs> 
It always goes over well. Yeah. <laughs> like parents are like pushing you down the yeah. runway. You're like, no, no. <laughs> Holding on to the doors in the yeah. airport. Exactly. The most mature way to deal with something, just kick and scream. Sure. Mm-hmm. Hey, whatever it takes, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> so what is, um like, what is it like to study at Circle and Square? I don't know very much. Like, because it's just all actor focused. It's not like you have to take like algebra, whatever, right? Oh, like, dear Lord, no. Okay. Uh-uh. Um. I loved my time there. I was, funnily enough, I was also so depressed when I was there. Um, It was a really intense training program. And um, I look back and I'm so thankful that I went there. And I had some incredibly brilliant teachers that I think about um, every time I'm working. I think about what I learned there. Um, But it was in a basement in like a dark dungeon and we were like mining the depths of our souls for like you know oh man it was it was tough it was a tough couple of years um but yeah you know full days nine to five nine to six maybe um full days of I think we started with like Alexander technique and then we had singing and then you could do just the straight actor program Mm -hmm. um I chose to do the musical theater program which was um, great. It was essentially the same as the actors, just a few more classes yeah. in singing and dancing. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't trade that education for the world. Um, in hindsight, I don't think they necessarily prepped us to audition in New York. Um, and I kind of appreciate that. I felt like, huh. I, I feel like they taught us, um, real foundations of acting that would carry us through careers instead of prepping us like here's your audition book and oh I here's see. your 16 bars mm-hmm. and this is what you wear there was really none of that so I think for a lot of people coming out of circle it was a bit of a shocker to be like well, I'm not prepared for this like the business the business it, aspect yeah. of it yeah um so that you know but you can learn that yeah so how did you go about learning that trial and error just messing up um (laughs) all over the place yeah really I think um I shudder to think what some of my first auditions in New York City were like but I also I I went to an audition when I first moved to New York um because I moved there when I was 19 and I had uh a year before I went to circle just to like I don't know pound the pavement and see if I could um be a big Broadway star mm-hmm. in the first six months. <laughs> As you do. Get off the plane. Yeah. Get <laughs> cast. Be in a Broadway show. It's good to have goals. Yeah. Um, so, but I uh, I remember I went to a dance call. And if you come see Sweet Charity, um, I might trick you into thinking that I'm a dancer, but I'm not really a dancer. Um, and I went because one of my friends was going. And I had no business, Carrie, being at this <laughs> dance call. And it was my first New York audition. And I, I think I left crying. I do remember uh, running back to my apartment, which at the time was in Times Square, and just bawling and being like, oh, I, no. I don't, what am I doing here? What have I done? And some poor man, cat called me. And I like ripped off my face and just <laughs> went after him. That's kind of amazing. It was it was such a New York moment. Just like don't catcall the girl with mascara running yeah. down her face. Did he think he was helping your day? Like, oh well, I'll show her. I think she's cute. Uh, yeah, even, even despite that <laughs> oh my face. Gosh. I don't know. I don't know. That's I wonder. Terrible. 
sometimes I look back on that and I'm like, maybe I really helped him that day. Maybe he never catcalled another girl. Maybe, maybe now he's like married <laughs> and, you know, so happy. And it all just turned around for him that day. He'd been striking out. Right. And then you showed him right. something about respect. I think it's sort of, you know, like pay it forward. Yeah. It's the least yeah, I can do. I think so. You're a groundbreaker, <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah, I do love that, though. I mean, because how many people have wanted to just yell back? And get, I mean, I'm sure people do, but I never have. <laughs> I had never either. I don't think I'd ever really been catcalled before either. No, I mean, no one would do that in Vermont because you would look at them and be like, <laughs> hey, Billy, like I'm going to talk to your mother about like, you know, everybody. So it, it just wouldn't work. But yeah, I think that was probably one of my first catcall experiences. And yeah. um, not the day. Not the day for it. Was it was not the day. I do. I remember saying the words, do I look like I'm in your league, which I'm not proud of. And No, I, I think you should be proud of that. Well, he, to be honest, I looked a goddamn mess. So he, <laughs> he probably was like, lady, <laughs> sit down. Man, yeah, that's really funny. Um, do you remember like what was the dance call? Like, I it was for um, so my girlfriend Abby Miller, uh, it was for a Christmas carol in Kansas City, I want to say, but it was like a dance call, like, 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 I don't know, that I think it was some ballet combination, and I it was it was it was a disaster. And I lived with Abby at the time, and uh, she came, She obviously booked the part mm-hmm. um, because that's how <laughs> things happen yeah. in New York stories when you're 19 and, and in these situations is your best friend books it. Mm-hmm. And, and you're you, crying. Yeah, and you live yeah. with her, and she, like, you know, like, buys you a froyo to cheer you up, and you're like, this doesn't have dairy in it, right? And it's just, <laughs> it's it was a, God, it was awful. But, um, yeah, she booked it, and I decided not to go to dance calls, really. <laughs> I am much more of a singer and an actress than so I am. So how did you learn to dance? Because you are you, everyone. She's dancing quite well. Like, she does look like a dancer, so I'm having a hard time believing this. Well, <laughs> well thank you. I mean, I, I, I grew up dancing-ish. Um, no, no ballet or anything. I had a lovely teacher, Jen Barden in, um, in Vermont that I would take with, but not often. Uh, I I was a little flaky with her. Like one year I'd be really dedicated. And then the next I'd be like, I'm actually writing a book this year (laughs) or whatever it was. Um, and we just didn't have technique. Um, so I, I just sort of fake it. Um, and I think my yoga practice uh, has helped sure, that would right? yeah yeah so I I have a facility like my body I, I understand movement and I understand um alignment and how to keep myself safe mm-hmm. and then the rest of it is absolute faking it just <laughs> just like winking and <laughs> a little bit of like razzle dazzle that's how I tap I'm Here's like look at my face look at my <laughs> Look at my hands. They're so accurate. Please do not look at my feet. Aren't I charming? sort of right, (laughs) but only to a point. (laughs) I think it's great. And you know, that's one thing I remember about watching Shirley in the movie was there was such... I I don't even think as a child I knew that she was a dancer. Mm -hmm. I was just like, look at... It felt like acting to me. Yeah. And she does. She, She has this joyfulness and this... Um, this ability to take like you know as they say when you can't speak anymore you sing when you can't sing you dance and I I recognize that as a child that like oh this woman has something 
inside of her, I didn't, I don't think I would have identified it as she's dancing. It felt like. Yeah. I think, um, too, like with the Fosse choreography and like the stuff that Elise has like borrowed or, you know, been inspired by, like there's something in the angles of like your hands and your feet and your body that it feels like it communicates something extra about the character, Absolutely. you know, like you immediately are like, oh, she's like a little quirky, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, so I, yeah, I, I totally know what you mean. Like it's, um, yeah, it does. It feels more character than like, and now she does this. Exactly. You know? Exactly. There's something, um, I don't know. There's something that feels really organic in, mm, in yes, the way. And I think that was Fosse's thing. You know, mm-hmm. he was pigeon toed. So that's why, you know, that's why we have all that like turned in stuff with yeah. him because that was his organic way of moving. Um, and I, I love that. And I think Elise is, d- that's our director choreographer. Yeah. Um, I think she's done a fabulous job of highlighting that in the show. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Good job, Elise. Good job, Good Elise. Job. Slow clap. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So in my bio here, I said, <laughs> I said I wanted to open mouth kiss Elise for giving her this dream role of mine, and it got edited out. So Elise, oh, no. this is for you. you I wanted, I wanted to open mouth kiss you as a way of saying thank you. I wonder why they took that out. I don't know. <laughs> so weird. It must have just been like a word limitation thing, you know. <laughs> They're like, oh, 50 I'm sh- words. I'm sure that's what you. it was. I'm sure <laughs> that's what it was. I had my boyfriend proofread it. He was like, Vanessa, people don't know you. They're going to think you're creepy. And I was like, no. no who, that is a compliment if ever I heard one. <laughs> <laughs> no way anyone could misunderstand that. The spirit of what Right? <laughs> Hello again. I forgot to tell you some things earlier. Number one, your hair looks so good today. Like, really great. Like, I don't know if you got a new conditioner or some other type of emollient or or something that you're using in it, but I mean, you look fantastic. Um, here's a couple of other things I wanted to share with you. If you have any questions or comments about the show, suggestions for guests, or you just want to tell me how much you love it, uh, you can email me at carrypodnow at gmail.com. You can also look up my Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash this is a thing. We are also on Instagram. You can find me at carrypod um, or on Twitter. It's at carrypod there as well. I would love to hear from you. And thanks so much for listening. <laughs> um, so, like, this is a part that you have really been looking forward to playing. Do you have other parts on your bucket list? Um, I've always wanted to do Hetty in How to Succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's one of my favorite shows is probably Sunday in the Park with George. Oh, gosh, yes. Um, I don't think I need to play Dot in my life, but uh, th- I always think of that when I think of bucket list shows. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, Anything that um, Heidi, um, I'm blanking on her name, and it's something like Blankenstiff, Blankenstaff. <clears throat> I'm going to kill myself after this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she, she was in Title of Show. Oh, I, yeah. I was like, wait, I know this name. Title of Show. Oh, she's yeah. in Title of Show. She's yeah. in Something Rotten. She's, um, she's fabulous. I'm also a huge fan of um, Sherry Renee Scott. So like any of her roles, I would love, love to do. Like an amnuris or something. Yes. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Um, let's Nelly. get some of this going. Ooh, Nelly. Let me just put that into the universe. Nelly in South Pacific. Oh, Stone Waylon Symes. 
Waylon Symes. We know you've put together next season, but you know, <laughs> another one coming up after that. Right. So. I hear 2018 is a great year for South Pacific. Yes. Vanessa would like to do South Pacific. She always wants, she also wants to do Dream Girls. <laughs> Excuse me, what? Um, that one might be from me, <laughs> but putting, we're putting things out there. Yeah, like while we're at it. Let's just put them out there. Oh, um, you would be amazing in that What show. a perfect season. South Pacific. South Pacific and Dream Girls. Dream Girls. I don't know. That makes sense. Well, I'll call I'll call Waylon. And Sunday in the Park with George. I, I think it's yeah. a winner. Yeah, exactly. The theme makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a common thread. Somewhere. Sure, sure. Um, okay, and going back to another one of my other questions from before. So I know a little bit about booty yoga because you mm. told me, but I just want you to tell people because I think it's not <gasps> so fun. Oh, this don't even get me started. Um, so it's uh, booty yoga is a combination of tribal dance and plyometric training and yoga. Um, and I found it, my cousin brought me to a class this summer in Portland, Maine. And within 10 minutes of doing this practice, I looked up at her and I was like, well, I'm getting certified in this. Um, I just knew, as I said, I didn't have a lot of training as a, as you know, as a ballerina or anything when I was younger, but my parents did put me in African dance class, um, as you do. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. The oddest. In Vermont. In Vermont. Yep. <laughs> Um, yeah, we had like three black people and they were in Vermont and they were all drummers in this amazing <laughs> dance class. Um, but no, I, so when I started doing booty, it does have a, a lot of, um, tribal and, and primitive movement in it. And, um, that combined with the, the yoga and then it had sort of this plyo and cardio aspect to it. It just felt like what, this is all of what I love. This is what I do. This is what I teach. And it felt like putting it together. So, uh, the creator of booty is a woman named busy gold and the headquarters are out in Arizona and she's created this incredible business. Um, that's really about, it's about the movement. Um, but it's about the lifestyle too. And, um, sisterhood. It's, it's mostly a practice for ladies um, you know, sometimes we have some booty boys that, that just love I it. Love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but a lot of it is, um, focused on chakra work. And so, um, we do a lot of spiral technique, which is working through the solar plexus and all the way up that line. Um, and it's, it's been really incredible to see the transformation in women. Um, because the, you know, this primitive movement is what, uh, it's, there's something so natural about it and we don't do it a lot in, in Western fitness. You know, there's not a lot of wild abandoned shaking of your hips in, you know, your boot camp class at Equinox. Yeah. Reformer class. Yeah, exactly. Like not so much. Um, and there's something that is, that releases energy and, um, sometimes, you know, unbalanced things or, or, um, there can be blocks in, in our hips or in our bellies or, um, that's a lot of where, um, like unused energy or imbalanced things can go. And so I've seen it so many times in my classes, women bursting into tears and feeling like, what, what just happened? And it's- I was just talking to, um, someone about this today about, uh, what were we talking about? Your, this, your psoas 
mm-hmm. muscle mm-hmm. is it a muscle yeah um and how like you we hold like emotional tension well, and stuff your in there fight and, or flight muscle yeah so if you release it sometimes people will burst into flames or someone was saying that everyone i said flames and i definitely meant to say tears burst into tears anyway back to the interview they had someone work on theirs and they just started laughing like uncontrollably mm-hmm. couldn't mm-hmm. stop. Yeah. That's amazing. It's really interesting to see like back bends can be um, really emotional for, for people. Um, it's, it's a way of making yourself vulnerable. Um, and a lot of this too, like we do um, some drumming in booty yoga, uh, well, we're not actually hitting anything, <laughs> so it's it's faux drumming, air I suppose. Drumming? Air some air drumming. Yes. We do a little air drumming, um, but there's something that's really uh, like it feels like a huge release, and you're sort of like moving away anything negative from your heart space and from your solar plexus, and there's something um, so freeing about it that really. Change, I mean, it, it can be an emotional experience for people. And I've I've loved watching that. I really how treasure do you, that. Do you, this is probably more telling about my personality, mm-hmm. but like, how do you deal with that if you're in class and someone just starts crying? Like, I feel like I would be a little freaked out. But do you like address it or you just like feel what you feel and everybody's just kind of doing their thing? Um, I think... Usually I stop the class. I point fingers. <laughs> I stop the down. music. I t- no, <laughs> yeah. no. I mean that's something that I that I love about booty is the environment that is created in those classes. It is such a sisterhood. It is a, like nobody is in there looking at anybody else and judging. Mm-hmm. It really is um, all about like building each other up. And when you sweat with other women and when you release that stuff, there there shouldn't be, and, and there organically I don't think is any of that um, competitive nature. Mm. When when you're releasing the, those endorphins and oxytocin is being made in your brain, you want other women to feel just as good as you and you want them to be getting that, you know, sort of bliss set in their face. And so that's something that I think I work hard to set in my classes is that this is a safe space and this is a space of support and um, of sisterhood. And so if someone bursts into tears, great. Like you, I'll make eye contact with them or, you know, we'll send them a little bit of love through, through some movement. Um, But I think, I think that can be really powerful. And I think that can bring people back to uh, a physical class that they would otherwise maybe give up in a couple weeks or oh, sure. it's kind of like building community in a sense 100% right? yeah. 100% there's um there's a forum that we have online for booty and it's women from all over the world in Saudi wow. Arabia it's um illegal but it's one of our top five uh places where booty is practiced they have it um online and these women are literally risking their lives to prep to do this practice wow yeah it's pretty incredible I'm um I am I feel very lucky that I found it that's so cool yeah sorry I'm like really blown away by that fact (laughs) that just seems crazy to me but Mm -hmm. I guess not surprising if I think Mm -hmm. about you know all the things that we know but wow okay I feel like I need to try it before girl yes yeah okay (laughs) 
Well, you taught, Vanessa did teach a class um, for some of us in Sweet Charity, but I could not attend. But even if I can't make it to one of it, I did see online, there's like all like 30, like not short classes. There's like 40 minute classes online yeah, that you can get on Busy has YouTube. some classes online that I think she made a while ago and she's like, ugh, these classes haunt me. Um, <laughs> but uh, she's fabulous. She could, she can do no wrong. Um, but yeah, there's stuff online and I will definitely be teaching more. It's so, um, I love teaching. I love, love, love teaching. Um, and it, you know, makes, holds me accountable. Yeah. So do you, I always wonder this about people who, um, teach yoga and other stuff. So do you like wake up every morning? This is what I picture in my head. Let me paint a picture. Mm -hmm. Um, I picture you or like other yoga instructors, like waking up at five 30 in the morning you like greet the day and have coffee and like do this like beautiful practice with lit candles. <laughs> it's like heavily disciplined yeah. every day and start your day in like peace and calm. Mm-hmm. Is that real? Or yeah, I try to plant a tree at least a day every morning. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, <laughs> so there's a saying, um, we talk about in booty actually that you can only be as spiritual as you are grounded and like, that's all very well and good. And I, I hope that some yoga teachers out there experience that kind of a life where they wake up and the sun is shining and every day is a new and blissful day. But like, we're all humans and hell no. I mean, (laughs) I, you know, no, I found yoga. Um, and it is, it has brightened my life. It has made me a better person. It's made me physically stronger. Um, I think I'm, uh, I have a stronger character, but I'm still human. I wake up and like curse, you know, mostly my cat because he's invariably knocked something over in the uh, middle of yeah. the night. <clears throat> but uh, no, it's I, we. I, it's about fan, finding balance, and and I think also like shit's always gonna ha- <sighs> swear number two. <laughs> okay. Stuff is always gonna happen, and it's about creating the tools that. Um, will help you deal with that because you're never going to, no one is ever going to have a perfectly blissful life. There's always going to be stuff that arises. And, um, I think the more you can, you know, breathe it in and breathe it out and sort of prep yourself for, for the stuff that will come along because it will. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, except my life. My life is like perfectly well, no, of blissful. Course. Of but course, I could, you know, I've heard company. about other people <laughs> and the trials that they have in their lives. So it Isn't sort of it makes sense. Isn't it good to be a to person me. without issues? It's it's hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but I'm like mostly dealing with it. Right. It's okay. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, what was I going to ask you? Oh, I was looking around online. Do you have a YouTube channel? I don't. I don't know, Carrie. Somebody <laughs> said this the other day. It looks like you do. <laughs> I oh gosh, I wish I were more technologically uh, adept. So yeah, somebody said the other day you should check out her YouTube channel, and I was like, I should check out my YouTube. I have a YouTube channel. Yeah, <laughs> the, I think I have videos on there that I've posted in the in in years past. But yeah. Uh, but a channel but it says like it looks like it's your channel so I was looking at your website and your cool one woman show oh, yeah. um and then but also it was like look at her YouTube channel but it, it's not it's just like some videos that you posted but I don't know if it like built a channel for you I don't know maybe you're like manager or maybe agent or something. Ma- <laughs> I absolutely have a channel uh <laughs> I don't know what it's called or how you get to it no I have no idea but I do have videos on YouTube yeah 
I'm going to put it, I'll put a link to it in the show notes so everyone can know I'm not crazy, but it okay, is yes, funny. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, there are some videos that exist. You know, that is something that drives me crazy about our profession and the union is that like, I can never get footage of the stuff that I do. If I, oh, a yeah, lot of it is like is some bootleg stuff mm-hmm. up there, you know? Um, I, I wish we had like a B-roll or something for this show. It would be really great to have equity if you're listening yeah maybe just like a certain amount of seconds of each number right for show so then you don't have the whole thing but you have enough to be like look at me look it happened I did it yeah dear equity yeah yeah just saying Mm -hmm. um what do you have coming up after this where are you off to (laughs) I have no idea yay Um, adventure no idea yeah we um so you mentioned my one woman show and I'm glad you did because it reminded me. I've been so deep in charity. I'm like knee deep in charity right now. I <laughs> forgot everything else. Um, but yeah, my father and I wrote this one woman show together and we've done two productions of it now. We're hoping to um, shop it out a little bit and get it into some regional theaters this next year. Oh, like in the Stoneham season with Dream Girls in South <laughs> like Pacific? St- <laughs> exactly. Right? Exactly. Okay. It's, fu- it's funny you should mention that. Um, yes, that ex- is our goal. <laughs> um, I don't even know. I wonder how it would do here. I'm interested to see Lobster Girl, Wayland. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. I hear it's fabulous. Um, so yeah, we uh, we have a, an amazing director, Guy Stroman. Um, he's one of the he he put on Forever Plaid and has done productions of it all over this beautiful world. Um, and he has been tied to the project for uh, maybe a year now, and. Um, so we're all working together, my father and myself and our, um, we have a three person band that's in the show. So trying to shop it out and get it, get it going somewhere. So that's awesome. Yeah. That's what's next. Big question mark. <laughs> Whatever happens. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait, I mean, until you're back in Stoneham with it, I'm going to be a lobbyist. That's yes. What I'll do. Yes. I so appreciate it. Um, that's so, I uh, that I didn't realize that the co-writer was your father. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. How did that come about? Um, so he's a playwriting professor at Middlebury College. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, if I'm being honest, it came about because uh, his first musical that he wrote, he's been writing straight plays uh, for as long as I've been alive. That's actually definitely what got me into theater. He wrote like a 10 minute one act for my brother and me, I believe. Oh, wow. Just like shoved us on stage at a very young age. And I, you know, I got bit by the bug early Yeah, and just knew that this is what I wanted to do. But uh, he, my brother and I sort of brought him into musicals when we were in high school. I don't, I think he was, um, he was all about his straight plays and um maybe eight or nine years ago he wrote this uh two-person musical called swing state and it got into the new york musical theater festival and um it was it's a beautiful show and his composer andy mitten um is a is a genius and uh i i think my father and i had all these dreams of me playing I mean I had originated the role of the the woman in that show and um we had sort of dreamed that when we take it to New York Vanessa will just have that role um but like <laughs> nobody wants to hire at that time the non-equity daughter of the playwright for, you know it would just <laughs> yeah. we were so naive um and 
I think my father and I sort of looked at each other then and we were like, let's create something that no one can take away from us. Yeah. Um, and we, we thought about what we wanted to say and it's sort of, um, it's based on a, on a true story that, that, um, I experienced when I was working on cruise ships. And <laughs> I think, uh, so the, the show is set on a cruise ship and I think it's a great, it's a great setting for us. It's a great way, um, I think we sort of use the ship as a metaphor um, for Americans in the way that we're a little lost at sea, mm. perhaps. Um, so we just started writing this maybe four years ago and had our first production at uh, the Town Hall Theater in Vermont last April. Um, and it's we've just been having so much damn fun with it. That is so great. What a awesome family project it's been really fun <laughs> yeah yeah really fun my uh my dad and I get along fabulously but we were sort you of must. like well, we were like <laughs> how are we gonna do as like co-creators you know and I definitely did feel sometimes during the writing process I would call him and be like whoa 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 I don't want to talk to playwright Dana right now like I want my daddy <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. can we like switch modes um but yeah it's been it's been a wonderful thing for us that's amazing. Yeah. Oh my god. Everybody go see it when it's here. <laughs> In the South Pacific and Dream Girls season. Yes. Waylon, thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, this is so us. sweet of you to yeah. agree to this. Elise, thanks for directing like <laughs> two out of three of them at least. You can direct them all. I don't figure it out with Waylon. Whatever. Uh. Um, well, Vanessa, thank you so much. I know you have time constraints, so we'll wrap this up now, but thank you so much for being on my podcast. Carrie, I'm any- so happy that you brought me on here. Yay. Is there anything else you want people to know about that I didn't ask you about? Mm, I don't think so. Other than come see Sweet Charity at Stoneham Theater. Come see. Honestly, this show has got so much heart to it. And Elise and this cast and the entire production team, I mean, I'm, it's something I'm really, really proud of. And we're in the middle of tech. So, like, to say that <laughs> is a testament to what we're working on here. Um, yeah, I hope you all come and see it. Yes. And you guys, Vanessa's fantastic. I mean, I'm in the show, too. I'm not just saying that, but she's like, it's delightful. So just come because you'll be sad if you don't. Um, oh, every week uh, I have my guest come up with my sign off line because I'm too lazy to come up with one on my own. So oh. what should I sign off with? Like I've used a Keep It Classy Boston. Uh-huh. I would not recommend me using it again. No, it, it didn't go well. For, it, um, it, it's just, I'm not a fan of it. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah. So what do you think? Um, I think in a true charity um, moment, I would say up yours. Excellent. That's the fickle finger of fate. It's the fickle <laughs> finger of fate. Up yours. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>